0: Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mails, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern.
1: Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in Decatur Plaza for rental equipment that make quick work of big projects. We have a Mahindra tractor with loader and backhoe, tiller or grader box attachment, or a skid loader with bucket or breaker attachment. Need to get rid of stumps, dig a trench, or post holes? We have equipment for that. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza, your do-it-best store.
2: Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners.
0: You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service, that comes from dealing with a local agent, someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent.
2: See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Grayburn Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn, and North 13th Street in Decatur. Adams Memorial Hospital's surgical team includes Dr. Jennifer Taylor, board certified in general surgery, and nurse practitioner Amanda Selking. Dr. Taylor performs general surgery including laparoscopic procedures such as hernia repairs, gallbladder, skin cancer, and breast surgeries, colonoscopies, and colon and rectal procedures. Dr. Taylor's office is in the Adams Medical Complex. To schedule an appointment, call 260-728-3982. Adams Memorial Hospital, exceptional care, close to you.
3: Welcome back to Pitcher Fireplace and Patio High School Sports Weekly. I'm Bob Adams, and uh, we're waiting on uh, Randy Fudge. And we're joined tonight by our special guest uh, from Spare Time Lanes, Lance Sprunger. And Lance, uh, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Like I said, I'm, I, I was sorry I didn't remember your name, but uh, that's what happens when you, get, when you get old. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk with you in a little bit, but uh, first just tell us how, how you, you've owned it for five years now. How's, how's business been?
4: Everything's good. Everything's good. We've got a good lunch business going right now. Um, we've opened up the bar there. Um, bowling seems to be good. Our Fridays and Saturdays seem to be pretty packed. uh Families coming out and enjoying. Our league structure is very good. uh Thanks to Dave Hayworth who started the place mm-hmm. 40 plus years ago. He's got us a very strong league structure, and we continue with that. We've got some good bowlers and some some people to come out and have a good time.
3: And you know, I can I can vouch for the food at lunchtime. We we were down here, I believe it was last week, and. Uh, it was getting to be lunchtime and I asked my wife where she wanted to go. And we were with another couple and the, well, let's go out to the bowling alley. You know, that's usually not your first thought when you think of someplace to eat, but the, the food and the service were both great. Well, thank you. That is true.
4: Uh, the
3: bowling alley has changed a lot in the last five years and, um,
4: it's become, you know, not your, your dark hole in the wall. It's become a little brighter, less, no smoking in there anymore, which changed for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like that. And it's just a, a nice place to go enjoy lunch.
3: And, uh, I understand that you usually have a pretty decent crowd in there at lunchtime.
4: We do. We do. A lot of times it's, it's pretty busy in there. Uh, the nice thing is everybody gets along there, so if there's not a seat, you just jump in with somebody <laughs> else and, and enjoy some conversation with somebody you probably haven't seen in a while.
3: Okay. Well, we'll get back with you here in a little bit. It's, uh, it's time for our Woodca- Woodcrest weekend Review. Last, uh, last Wednesday night in boys basketball, we had this game. It was Belmont 50, Miss Cinewall 39, Kate Felling with 25 points. Girls basketball that night, Norwell, 68, Whitco 22. Wrestling, it was uh, South Adams, 43, Muncie Central, 26. Winners for South Adams at 113, Davidson at 120, 20, Rupp, 138, Dahl, 152, Sater, 160, Plattner, 170, Somerset, 220, Clark, and 285, Hughes. Swimming on Thursday, January 10th, it was Manchester at Bluffton, and the boys' end of it, Bluffton won 128-43. And as you might imagine, they pretty well took everything. Uh, Craighead won the diving, the 200 medley re- relay, and the 200 freestyle. And the 400 free were all won by Bluffton, all three uh, uh, events. 50 free, 200 free, 400 free w- were, was all won by Rupp. 200 IM was won by Geimer. 100 fly, McLaughlin, 100 backstroke Geimer, and 100 breaststroke Ringer. Girls end of it. It was another big win for Bluffton, 135-45. to 45. Lewis won the diving, the 200 MR, the 200 free, the 400 free relays were all won by Bluffton, 200 free man, 50 free Schreiber, the 100 free and the 400 free Pulver, and 100 backstroke Stefan. AC was at Angola. The boys, it was Angola 90, Adam Central 76. The 100 free was won by Carr, and the, the two relays, the 200 free and the 400 free were both won by Adam Central. In the girls' end of it, it was 142 to 45 AC the loser, the only event that was won was the 50 free by Carrico. Co. Boys, uh, South Adams beat Coldwater 97-58. The 200 uh, medley re- relay and the 200 free relay were both won by South Adams. The 200 IM went to Duff. The 50 free and the 100 fly went to Yoder. The 500 free went to Albertson. The 100 backstroke went to Collingsworth. The 100 breaststroke to Sprunger. Girls, it was uh, Coldwater 101, South Adams 53. South Adams won the 100 Fly, New and Swander, the 100 Free Lefevre, the 200 Free Relay, and the 100 Breaststroke was won by Sprunger. Wrestling Delta, after Adam Central, won the uh, coaches' state title in the small school division. They got beat by Delta 39-35, winners for Adam Central. Moser at 132, Schaefer at 138, Bruner at 152, Hill at 170, Boltenbacher at 180, McCullough at 195, and Manley at 220. Love to meet Cowan in wrestling 50 to 27 106 was Wyatt Corkwell 113 Landon Birch 126 David Kahn 182 Brandon Stewart 195 Jacob Landis and Nick sprinkles, Nick sprinkles won the heavyweight all for Bluffton Friday uh, January 11th the boys ACAC tourney it was a win for Adam Central 45 40 over uh, Bluffton Kevin Brown with 29 norwell beat The uh, Belmont boys, 57-49, Cade Felling with 19. Girls basketball had a great game down there. Jay County beat Bluffton. This was at Jay County, 65-58 in overtime. Heritage took out South Adams, 49-27. The uh, ACAC was able to hold the consolidation Consolation. Consolation, there you go. Consolation games on Saturday morning. Bluffton beat Southern Wells, 49-28. Jay County beat South Adams, 55-36. Warner with 14, Miller with 10. The rest of it, uh, outside the girls, consolation games were uh, postponed until Monday. In the girls, it was Woodland over Adams Central, 45-38. Bluffton beat Southern Wells, 50-38. Wrestling, Norwell, Southern Wells, South Adams were all at the Garrett Invitational. Leo was first, Central Noble second, Garrett third, Norwell fourth. Warsaw 5th, South Adams 6th, Well 7th, East Noble 8th, Angola ninth. Local winners, Southern is uh, 138. It was Feeker, 145 Beeks 160 Perry. Somerset won at 170 for South Adams. Hughes won at 285. Zadlac won at 120 for Norwell. Johnson of Norwell won at 126. Shuckman of Norwell won at 152. And Gray of Norwell won at uh, uh, 185. AC Invitational, Adam Central won it. Huntington North was 2nd, Dwinger 3rd, Cowan 4th, Parkway 5th, North Judson 6th, AC Champs, Curry at 126, Logan Moser at 132, Paul Farrow at 160, Parker Bates at 170, Monty Hill won at 182, and all of them, uh, 185, excuse me, all of them were pins. The Swimming Meet, the uh, Northeast 8 was at Norwell, and the Boys Division, Columbia City was 1st, Norwell 2nd, Belmont finished 4th, local winners, uh, Chavez from Norwell won the diving event. The 100 free, the 200 free went to, Mc, to uh, McCarty, and Belmont won one of the relays. Girls, East Noble first, Norwell second, Belmont was sixth. 200 medley relay went to Norwell, the 100 free went to Markley in Norwell, the 500 free went to Cyrus in Norwell, and the 400 free relay went to Norwell. All any 8 uh, swimming team, first team boys, Caleb McCarty of Belmont, Tucker Eddington of uh, Norwell, Braden Mallory of Norwell, Brandon Runyon of Norwell, and Augustus Chavez of Norwell. Second team, Brody Page of Norwell. Third team, Carson Heister of Norwell, Jacob Peterson of Norwell. And we might mention that uh, Caleb McCarty set uh, a total of uh, four three records in four days. Two of them were set at the Northeast 8 meet. He set records there in the 100 free and the 200 free. And uh, Kevin Brown of Adams Central just needs 40 points to a 1,000,
5: so he's getting
3: getting pretty close.
5: I think, I think he'll probably make it.
3: Yes, I, I think he will, and if not in the next game and the one after that.
5: And Grace Hunter only needs 15 points to become, become the, the female all-time leading scorer in the county. Yes. Uh, South Adams
3: Ventational girls end of it. New Bremen was first, Adams Central third, South Adams was fourth. Winner from South Adams was uh, Lafever in the 200 free and the 100 fly. Boys, the uh, Adams Central was first. South Adams was second. 50 free and the 100 fly went to Yoder of South Adams. The 100 free went to Carr of Adams Central. 500 free went to Comley of Adams Central. And the Adams Central boys also won the uh, 400 free relay. The ACAC championship was played Monday night. It was Heritage over Adams Central, 44-30. to 30. Brown with 10 points. Girls basketball game we had here, Belmont over Norwalk. 50 to 45, Hunter with 19, music with 11, Keen with 10.
5: And I thought Keen was probably the outstanding player of that game. Yeah, Keen had a really good game. She, I think she shot five out of six from the field. And uh, just uh, they were keying on Hunter. She got 19, but they were keying on Music too. And then Keen comes along in a third girl on double figures. And
3: Coach uh, Heim said during our interview that uh, we knew that they would would back off Keen and all she had to do was knock him down, and she obviously did. Girls basketball on Tuesday. It was Eastbrook over Adams Central, 43-39. Snyder did beat Belmont. It was interesting after that game on Monday night that both Snyder and Norwell lost the next night. Of course, that's that was a real uh, tough emotional game for both teams. And uh, you talk to coaches, and when you play games like that, your very next game you're you're probably going to lose. And Norwell lost to Jay County. And Norwell lost to Jay County, 57-54. Fort Recovery beat South Adams, snuck by them by 54 points, 77 to 23. Uh, Wrestling, Norwell was at Leo, don't have that score. Carroll beat Belmont 51-18. Winners for Belmont, Ike Rubel at 106, Dobie Litchfield at 113, Carter Carter Thomas at 120, uh, Evan Ulrich at 126. Norwell was at Huntington North in swimming, couldn't find that score. The uh, uh, Belmont boys beat DeKalb 100-and-a-half to 59-and-a-half. 200 IM went to Stetler, the 100 Fly and 100 Backstroke went to McCarty, the 100 Free went to Mocky, the 500 Free went to Gardner two hundred free relay went to Belmont hunter breaststroke went to Wimhoff, and the four hundred free relay went to Belmont girls end of it it was DeKalb 88 Belmont 82 Belmont won the two hundred IM that was Dickey the hundred fly was won by Guerrera 100 free Simon two hundred free relay went to Bel- Belmont and the hundred breaststroke went to Dickey uh, Bluffton boys beat Dwinger 129 to 50, 53 and Bluffton beat uh, Dwinger 114 to 72 And that was the week that was in high school sports, and it was a long one. It was a long week. We'll take a break come back with our special guest right after this.
6: Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience, combined with state-of-the-art technology, assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111.
2: Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. Member Adams Health Network.
4: Even though we print worldwide, we are most proud of you, our friends, neighbors, and associates, that make Mind's Eye Graphics a world leader in screen printing and embroidery. Hi, this is Greg Kitson, and on behalf of our staff and myself, I want to say thank you for making Decatur and Adams County a great community to live and work. Please think of us at Mind's Eye, 1019 West Commerce Drive, for all your screen printing and embroidery needs. If you can see it in
2: your mind's eye, we can print it.
1: Did a monkey pick your pocket and steal your keys? Did a bull moose scare you and run off with your keys? (sniffs) Did a ghost spook you and cause you to drop your keys down a sewer grate? Did the National Guard run over your keys with a tank?
3: If any of this happened to you, or if you just need some lock work done, a safe combination changed, or some keys made, then call Bob's Locksmith Shop. That's Bob's Locksmith Shop at 724 3359, Adams County's only full time locksmith. Welcome back to Hit Your Fireplace Patio High School Sports Weekly. And uh, Randy, we're now joined by Lance Springer. We, we went out to eat there and you asked
5: him to be on the show so it worked out pretty well for us yeah i've known lance for a long time and uh i've known he's been a bowler and then i knew he bought uh, the bowling alley here and so i thought it'd be good to have him up on the show uh, you know what i didn't uh, didn't remember the name of the place
3: and he told me it was spare time lanes and i said oh you're the guy that sings <laughs> so that's that's how i know him Yeah,
5: it's that great voice right yeah yeah and i think there's some other people that sing with him
3: is, is that your son that sings with you? It's my daughter. Daughter, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Little kids sound all alike. I, you know, I, I'm pretty dense. I can't tell the difference.
5: Well, when you get over 60, you know, boys and girls, they all sound alike.
3: <laughs> okay, Randy.
5: Well, Lance, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, when you get old, you have those moments where you just forget everything. So I uh, gave my dog a bath today. And I was sitting home in my chair, and Bob texted me and said, "Where are you?" So uh, my schedule's all messed up today. But here are the uh, the week that that is that's happening well, right let's, now. Let's go oh, ahead we're gonna interview we're Lance here. first. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's okay. See okay. So Lance. So first of all, wh- how long have you been involved with uh, Spare Time Lanes, and how did that come about?
4: Uh, we've owned the bowling alley for five years now. Uh, we bought it in
5: December of
4: 2013. Uh, I have bowled. I probably bowled for the last 15 to 17 years, something like that. I worked for Dave Hayworth, the prior owner. Uh, we worked well together. I got along great with all the bowlers. So when he was ready to retire, it just seemed like the thing to do. So that's what we did. Okay, and
5: you've made some changes over there. You've you've added uh, food, which I I really like, and uh, it's a good atmosphere to go in there. And I've learned to go at one because if you go at 12, there's 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 no room.
4: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy there, but we always we get food out pretty quick to everybody. Uh, get everybody in and out, and everybody has a good time. So,
5: and you have daily specials and uh, those kind of things. yes? we do.
4: We have a daily special every day, is something different normally, now except for, for Tuesday. That's Taco Tuesday.
5: For our listeners that are out there tonight, what's what's the special tomorrow? Tomorrow's special is Turkey Manhattan. Oh, sounds good. Okay, <laughs> so Lance, you bought the bowling alley five years ago, and you've been interested in bowling your whole life. Uh, how old were you when you first started bowling? I really didn't start bowling until college.
4: I went to Bethel College and there was actually a class you could take for a PE class of bowling so sounded neat sounded interesting so that's what I did and I kind of grew from there and came back home
5: joined the league and just took off I took a bowling class in college too but uh, I'm not in any leagues right now but uh, how many many different leagues do you have Um, we
4: are pretty full throughout the week Uh, we have two leagues on Monday one on Tuesday two on Wednesday two on Thursday one every other Friday two on Saturday and one on Sunday so every night of the week's pretty full and busy out there
5: that's a lot of leagues and uh, I type up some of those results for the for the newspaper and I know I don't type up that many league results
4: well not all of our secretaries report everything but a lot of them do a lot of them don't but it's not all of them are sanctioned leagues either so some of the sanctioned leagues don't turn in their scores but but that's what goes on out there
5: and is it a a new league uh, every few months or does it run through the calendar year how's that work
4: we start in September and then run 33 weeks
5: Let's do my math here. When does that end? April, right around April, April with the holidays and
4: everything, providing we don't run into any snow or anything spectacular. So basically
5: you have May through August off of leagues.
4: Pretty much, pretty much. Okay.
5: Now for the, the average casual bowler, all these different leagues going on, When when is there a time for, for open bowling?
4: Uh, that is turned into our Friday and Saturday nights, uh, usually Friday from 2 to midnight and Saturday from 2 to, midnight, 2 to 11, 2 to midnight, somewhere in there. And then Sunday afternoons we still have some open bowling if people want to come in.
5: Okay. I remember growing up in Fort Wayne, they used to have things called uh, Midnight Madness. Have you tried that at the bowling alley?
4: We've done some of the what we call rock a bowl and stuff like that, or we'll run, we'll run later on some days. We've done some different parties, this and that. Oh, there's always something going on. If, if somebody requests it, we usually try to do
5: it. Okay, I remember if you'd get a strike when the head pin was a different color, you'd you'd, you'd win money.
4: We haven't done that yet. Uh, Dave Hayworth did that years ago, gave out silver dollars. That's uh, something that has been talked about coming back, and we're going to try and get that. Established again
5: You could put give out silver dollars with uh, your picture on them uh, Absolutely <laughs> But then we couldn't spend them That's true So on the average you now you have all these different leagues going on How many, how many people are involved? Uh, right now we have 161 adult sanctioned bowlers
4: Which we have a few leagues that aren't sanctioned But as far as sanctioned bowlers we have 161 adults We have 25 kids sanctioned this year Which is a pretty good number for kids with everything else going on You know it works out pretty well um, out of those 161, 132 are men. So we don't have quite as many women. But we have a women's couple women's leagues that aren't sanctioned. So that kind of throws that number off also.
5: And you mentioned you have 25 children. And we were talking off the air. You, you were the former high school bowling coach at South Adams. Are those children coming up, do you think those, those kids are going to continue bowling when they get in high school?
4: I'm hoping so. Um, we did have to discontinue the high school program this year with, due to lack of interest. But uh, we've got some kids up and coming, some kids that are coming freshmen, some 7th and 8th graders that I'm hoping that act like they still want to join in and, and start up the team next year. So if we get enough in, we will definitely start it back up again.
5: And in the past when you had that team, when did, when did they practice?
4: They practiced on Tuesday and Thursday right after school. And then they had meets pretty much Monday, Thursday, and Saturday.
5: So, basically, if they're involved in another sport, they're, they're not going to be able to bowl.
4: Yeah, that we run into that, too. You know, with being such a small community, y- you can't spread kids that far. You know, a lot of the athletes are doing other things who bowl on Saturday, but yet they're playing basketball or something like that. So, you just can't do two sports like that.
5: Okay. You
3: have some questions there? Yeah. I had one, and it kind of went, you know, but... <laughs> once again, getting old. Um, how many other schools have... have Bowling teams this year I really haven't heard much about any Um, This
4: year Adam Central has a team They just started up Last year having a team Adam Central has a team Belmont has a team Southern Wells Bluffton And Norwell All have teams Jay County has teams And Huntington North Has a team That's who's in our conference
3: Okay So Now do they have like uh, uh, You know like the other sports have like sectionals and regionals. And that do they? Yes, do absolutely. We have
4: a sectional. We have a conference uh-huh. champion. We have a sectional champion. They move on to regional, semi-state, state. Um, we've had a few of our kids move on and actually get to the semi-state level. I'll brag a little bit. My daughter McKenna Luke and Bill made it to the semi-state level when she was a senior. So she is now bowling at Indiana Tech oh, wow. in Fort Wayne. So she competed in is now competing in collegiate bowling. So. know it moves on and get some scholarship money and things so so there's stuff out there that kids can do and and continue it too
3: my uh my son went to vincennes and and one of his roommates was in the bowling program down there Mm -hmm. and he went to work i think for brunswick or somebody Mm -hmm. after after completing so there are there are things available after you get out of high school absolutely absolutely um what kind of uh uh changes do you see uh, uh i mean are you looking at any expansion? Or are you looking at it doing anything different? Um, you obviously you mentioned the high school team. Uh, is there is there anything you can do to attract more kids?
4: Um, right now, our youth program, we that's where we that's where it all starts. Um, we are letting younger kids in than we normally did. We used to cut off at about seven. We're now letting five and six year olds in, which you know isn't going to do anything right now. But we're looking further down the road to try and get these kids. You know, to where we when we get to the high school level, we've got some kids there that we can pull from. Um, other than that, we've got junior high bowling. We've talked about doing some of that stuff. That is available. We're just, we're just looking at different options right now to try and get that high school program back up to where it needs to be.
3: Take me through the, the, the maintenance of, of, of a bowling alley. I mean, it would seem to me like the, uh, the pin setters would need uh, a lot of attention. And, obviously, you got you got to take care of the lanes and so forth. So take me through a little bit of what mates, what maintenance is um, involved.
4: Pin setters, there's just a lot of grease, oiling, things like that. I do have a, a gentleman who comes in once a month and does a lot of the stuff. He's been a mechanic for 40-plus years. I, I've got a lot of, of friends and people like that that help me out. As far as our lanes goes, we oil our lanes and clean our lanes every day. So, every day we have league, which is every day of the week. Those lanes get oiled and cleaned by a machine. Um, works out pretty good, puts an oil pattern down that's, that's usually pretty, pretty easy for most of our bowlers, keep it you know, a little more competitive, but yet still so people can score. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as the maintenance goes, there's quite a bit, but with everybody that helps me out, and I've got a couple of people that work for me that help me out, you know, we split everything up and make it, make it a little
3: easier for everybody. You know, I I do a lot of reading and and, uh, some of the the older or some of the stories about older times, about the the kids that used to be pin setters. That had to be a a very, very dangerous occupation.
4: Well, you know, just being back there now when bowling's going on, you got pins flying at you, you know, that come out of the machines. I can't imagine being the kids sitting in there getting (laughs) pins thrown at me all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. It could be very dangerous
3: as as you look uh we you know we talked a little bit off the air earlier about uh you know we we know golf courses are having trouble uh, uh attracting young people and uh, new blood basically uh you said that you're having trouble what what do you see the future of your 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 not only your bowling alley but the sport being
4: uh the future of bowling is not where it used to be obviously but um, the PBA has added a lot of new and different things to get people back into the sport of bowling. They've actually signed a contract with Fox Sports now, so they run the PBA on Fox networks. Um, they're doing a lot more rather than just your normal bowling, you know, your normal tournament type style. They're running different kind of tournaments, two-man tournaments, things like that. They're just bringing that up to speed a little more to where you know people are actually enjoying watching it. It's not the boring thing. As far as around here, our bowling, we do have quite a few younger guys getting involved. Um, we did add a bar onto the bowling alley, which kind of helps a little bit. You know, gives gives a little more of the younger group in there. But we we're getting some of those mid thirty people who finding out they can't play church league basketball much anymore, <laughs> but yet they still want to compete. And and you can bowl up till you know whenever. I've got six gentlemen, in fact, on our leagues right now that are over seventy five plus. So, you know, you can bowl forever. I have a senior league that's not really a league per se. It's just a bunch of seniors get together, and I have two ladies that are over 80 that are still bowling every Monday afternoon. So, you know, you can pretty much bowl forever. And if you, you can't throw the ball anymore, we've got ramps for you. So we can make it work somehow. <laughs> so
3: I can see myself at 82, you know, using a walker to get up there. and the bowl down. The I was, was going to ask about a senior league. Mm-hmm.
5: I was gonna ask about a senior league myself because I uh, I enjoy bowling and uh, now I know it's Monday afternoons.
4: Monday afternoons at one o'clock.
5: But it, that's you can't get into that now until next year, right? Oh no, that's
4: a that's a come and go. It's not really a league per se. It costs you five bucks for three games, and it's it's a good time. There's we've gotten some some of the guys that you know in the sixty seventy range that actually really enjoy it. Enjoy getting out and even competing a
5: little bit it gets a little competitive for some of those guys and what's a senior citizen for you 55 60 65
4: if you can make it out at one o'clock you're considered a senior citizen there you go. that's good to know
3: <laughs> you know I can I can remember from years back five dollars for three games that's that's really reasonable
4: that is that is that is our senior discount so makes makes it fun for everybody and everybody can play
3: so there you go Randy.
5: I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop over
3: there. Yeah. You could take me on a date and we could go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to take another break. We'll be back right after this.
0: What is the centerpiece in your home this winter? A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodel by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mantles, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern.
1: Are you doing some home improvements? Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza for rental equipment to make your project easier. For concrete work, we have a power trowel, concrete finish tools, and walk-behind concrete saws. For yard projects, rent a sod cutter, an overseeder, or aerator. Installing pavers? Use a plate compactor and block saw. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years, Decatur Hardware and & Rental in and the Decatur Plaza. Your do-it-best store.
0: Service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent.
1: See Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graver Insurance,
2: Highway 27 North in Byrne and North 13th Street, Indicator. Orthopedic care close to home at Adams Memorial Hospital with Dr. David Coates and his staff, specializing in orthopedic care from joint replacement surgery to treating sports-related injuries and much more. Dr. David Coates is board certified in orthopedics and treats patients of all ages with joint replacement surgery, knee and shoulder disorders and surgery, fractures and sprains, hand problems and more. Call 728-3900 for additional info or to set an appointment. Adams Memorial, exceptional care, close to you.
3: Welcome back once again to Pitcher Fireplace and Patio High School Sports Weekly. And it's now time for our Adams County Vision Center. No, I'm sorry. It's time
5: for the Adams Memorial Hospital. You said I'd mess it up. Adams Memorial Hospital preview. (laughs) Adams Memorial Hospital preview. Tonight, Wednesday, January 16th. A lot of the schools closed today, but there are still things going on. One event, South Adams right now is wrestling against the Norwell Knights at Norwell. Tomorrow, Thursday evening, January 17th, girls basketball, Bluffton at Eastbrook. I saw that Eastbrook team play uh, last night up at Adams Central. Swimming, Belmont at Adams Central and Wabash at Bluffton. Uh, Friday night, Adams Central at Bluffton in boys basketball. Jay County at South Adams, Southern Wells at Daleville. And we will have that uh, Adams Central and Bluffton bowl game. Girls basketball, New Haven at Norwell and Belmont at Huntington North. Swimming, uh, the ACAC has been changed. It will be on Saturday. At Adams Central Or sorry It'll be on Friday night At Adams Central And also uh, The ACAC Wrestling Tournament Which is scheduled for Saturday Will be on Friday night Starting at 6pm At Jay County Boys basketball game uh, Huntington North at Belmont Has that changed to Friday night as well?
3: I haven't heard heard We do know the uh, We do know the uh, Northeast State Wrestling Meet's been moved to Friday night also
5: Friday night also Scheduled for Saturday are girls' basketball games: Heritage at Bluffton, South Adams at Woodland, and Jay County at Southern Wells. Swimming, the ACA's contest swimming has been moved to Friday night, but Norwell still scheduled to swim at Oak Hill. Uh, Tuesday, January 22nd, boys' basketball: Eastbrook at Adams Central, which again WZBD will have that game live. Manchester at Belmont, Wabash at Bluffton. Girls' basketball: Adams Central at Blackford, Bluffton at Manchester. Bishop Lures at Norwell, Cherubusco at South Adams. Swimming, Belmont at East Noble, Bluffton at Norwell, Delta at South Adams. And then next Wednesday, January 23rd, Angola's at Belmont uh, for that swim meet. So that is the week that lies ahead.
3: Of course, all that is weather permitting.
5: Weather permitting. And we have differing conflicts, differing opinions on what what weather we're going to get.
3: They, uh, you know, uh, they've they've gotten the the uh, weather casters have have gotten weather forecasters have gotten a little bit smarter here this last year or so. They've uh, waited until basically the storm is set to hit before they start predicting any amounts.
5: Yes, because they don't want to look bad.
3: Yeah, that's true. Well, one of the TV stations is offering if they're, well, if they're off off more than four degrees, uh, you know, they they pay out money to somebody anybody that enters their contest and then. Uh, not to anybody, but whoever guesses it, and uh also then they 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 one of the stations also has a predicted amount you know if they call for four inches and we get i think seven or something, then you know they they lose a bet so there <laughs> there is that it's still not an exact science, I do not think, but uh, we'll take no. another break, come back with our Graeber, uh, excuse me first bank of burn point after and uh, from the archives right after this.
6: Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111.
2: Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, member Adams Health Network.
0: What is the centerpiece in your home this winter? A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodel by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mails, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern.
1: Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in Decatur Plaza for rental equipment that make quick work of big projects. We have a Mahindra tractor with loader and backhoe, tiller or grader box attachment, or a skid loader with bucket or breaker attachment. Need to get rid of stumps, dig a trench, or post holes? We have equipment for that. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza, your do-it-best store.
3: for stoves and patio solutions. As uh, it's now time for from the archives, and Randy, I found something really interesting at least to me. A
5: basketball historian, a basketball, finding yeah,
3: yeah. Um, this came from 1934, and they had out a Indiana how, High School. How old were you then? Uh, I was, uh, wasn't born yet for another 17 years, okay. So, okay, um, they, they had then an uh, in Indi- it was called the Indiana Basketball High School Handbook. That was published by newspapers, and much like the one that's still out there today, it carried, you know, it carried schedules and things like that. But uh, part of the information in it was they they talked about basketball uh, from 40 years earlier, right after it first started. And and uh, when basketball first started, there was only one official, and that that official would it was was generally. Uh, from the home team. I mean, if you went someplace and played somebody, that you had their official. That's
5: where they came up with the name Homer.
3: Yes. And they had uh, – usually you would play uh, play the same te- team twice, home and home. You know, so it, it worked out. If you got hosed at one place, you knew you wouldn't get hosed at home. Uh, but you did see a lot of, uh, you know, one school would win at home and then lose – they might win by 30 or 40 points at home and then lose by 30 or 40 on the road, so.
5: No coincidence, though.
3: But – uh Anyway, probably after about 1900 they did add a second official. And if you remember the old they don't do it so much anymore, but the old box scores used to list a referee and an umpire. And uh I found out what what the duties of each were. Okay. Um the umpire was in charge of the players. He kept track of fouls, notified the referee when three consecutive fouls were called on one team. And when he called three consecutive fouls on one team, the other team was awarded a field goal. Two points. Two points. And when, you're, you know, when it's 10-8, to eight, that's pretty important because that's what the scores were back then. Uh, he also had the power to disqualify players if they got too rough. The referee was in charge of the ball. He decided when the ball was in play, when it was in bounds, to which side it belonged, and when a field goal had been made, he also kept track of the goals and kept the time. So in the early days, there wasn't any call for a timer, and there wasn't any score. Uh, you know, a call for an official score. That was all done by the referee.
5: The referee did it all.
3: Yeah. Can you imagine running up down the score? You know, of course, like I say, scores were much lower back then. But could you imagine running up down the court, keeping track of the time, you know, and keeping track of the score?
5: No, I can't fathom that. Uh, I I bet you there was some controversy.
3: Uh, there was a little bit of controversy. There was a little bit of controversy. I remember one game that I found an article on. It was between Huntington Catholic and Andrews, way back when, and it ended up in a 10-10 double overtime tie. There was a time when there was no provisions to take it beyond double overtime. Then they went to triple overtime, and if it was still tied after three, each team shot free throws, and the team that hit the most free throws won.
5: Well, some of the teams that I've seen this year would be in trouble from the free throw line. Yes,
3: yes. Uh, but in that particular game that ended up 10-10, one team shot 17% from the field and the other team shot 15%. So, you know, it wasn't from lack of trying.
5: <laughs> not not a very good shooting percentage. But we were at a game the other night, though, and the Norwalk girls made 15 out of 16 yeah, free throws. Yeah, we
3: have seen some phenomenal free throw shooting this year. We've all see, also seen some phenomenally bad free throw shooting this year. So, uh, you know, there is that. And uh, for our uh, point after, let's talk a little bit a little bit about high school bowling teams, and uh, we'll talk with Lance a little bit about that. Lance, uh, when we had when we have had uh, we we've had uh, bowling coaches bowling teams up here at one time maybe four five six years ago, there was a, a, a pretty good call it seems like for the IHSAA to make bowling a, a high school sport. What's the status on that? Have you heard anything about that?
4: Um, I haven't heard anything recently. I know it's still been in the works. It's been talked about. It's kind of been back and forth, thrown back and forth. I know it's been taken to a vote to the IHSAA, and at one point I think it was approved to a certain extent, but I'm not sure where it ended up at. We are still not a sport. and, and you know, I got mixed feelings both ways. So,
3: Do you think it would help you attract more kids?
4: That I'm not sure. It might because it can get pushed a little harder in the school. But South Island has been pretty good. If if we want to get in there and you know push some bowling, they don't have any problems with us putting signs up or anything like that. They've been pretty open with us.
3: I would imagine it, it would seem to me that there there would still be a lot of parents and and, and grandparents of kids nowadays that still bowl, and uh, you know you'd think you'd get some carryover out of that.
4: Here lately, we have not, but uh, I did. We've got our state tournament coming up for our youth bowlers. They always they go to state every year and. And we have a team of of four kids that are probably ages, I think they're ages 8 to 10, I think somewhere in there, and these four boys are bowling on the same team together, and all four of their parents all bowl on a on a league at pretty much the same time. So that's kind of neat to see where, you know, dad and son are both bowling at the same time. We don't get a lot of that anymore, but we're starting to get that slowly, so.
3: Now, can it be a spectator kind of sport? I mean, if, if my kid's bowling in an attorney or something, can I go watch?
4: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yep. We've got the, our state tournament's coming up. It's in Richmond this year, and a lot of parents go along and watch, and, and you know, they, they make a weekend of it. It's a Saturday-Sunday thing. You go down, you spend the night, you have a good time. So that's kind of the, the party and the, the getaway for the kids. Everybody yeah. that signs up for that just seems to love that. So
3: That'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and anybody
4: can do it. You know, as a state tournament, anybody's eligible for it. You know, you don't have to qualify or anything. Everybody gets to go. So, so the kids really like it. And they can earn scholarship money that goes into a scholarship account for them if they bowl well, so.
3: And as we talked earlier, there are jobs in the bowling industry out there. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's not like there's, you do it and then you quit. You know, there are. Yep, there's always jobs. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we'll take another break and we'll come back with our uh, prognostications right after this.
2: As a local auto owner's independent agency, we are dedicated to assisting you in your time of need.
6: We live and work right in your community, and we're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.
2: Fortunately, emergencies don't happen
1: every day. But when they do, we're here to personally see you through for life, home, car, and business
2: insurance. Call us, your local independent auto owner's agent, today. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Grayburn Insurance, Highway 27 North in Byrne and North 13th Street in Decatur. Adams Health Network offers rehabilitation in three locations to better serve you. Adams Memorial Hospital, 1100 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, Byrne Outpatient Clinic in the Swiss Village Complex and Adams Heritage, 12011 Wittern Road in Monroeville. For your rehab needs, call Adams Memorial Hospital, 724-2145, extension 11031, and make an appointment at any of these convenience centers. Adams Health Network, exceptional care, close to you.
6: Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street in Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience, combined with state-of-the-art technology, assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111.
2: Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, member Adams Health Network.
3: Welcome back to Hit your Fireplace and Patio High School Sports Weekly. And before we get
5: to our prognostication segment, we need to ask Lance uh, some questions. Yeah, Lance, asking you off the air there. Tell us a little bit about who your best uh, male bowlers are and uh, then your, your best female bowlers.
4: All right, well, I wrote down, jotted down a couple scores off of our awards board. There's always an awards board up at the bowling alley. You can kind of see where everybody's at, who's done what. Um, this year for 300s, we had Rich Devers, who shot a 300, and then shot a 770, 770 series, which is a pretty good pretty good evening for himself. Uh, we've had a couple two ninety nines. James Bumgartner shot a two ninety nine. His Tim, his brother Tim, shot a two ninety eight on the same game, same night, same team. So that was kind of neat to see brothers shooting two ninety eight, two ninety nine back and, and forth.
5: How did the young, how did the brother react? The one who lost by one pin,
4: he took it pretty well. He took it pretty well. Um, Kevin Hayworth has a two seventy eight game with a seven sixty eight series. Neil Brown, he's one that last year shot three three hundreds, kind of back to back to back. He's got a two seventy nine and a seven fifteen this year. Um, Jim Dennison has a two ninety game this year. So Jim's kind of one that kind of lays in the weeds, but boy, when he comes out, we need him to. He helped us, you know, win and win some games when we need it. So Tim Connor, he's another one. He's got seven forty four series. That's kind of our high scores for the men this year. Uh, women's wise, we've got three higher scores. We have got Lori Suddeth. She's got a two fifty seven game this year and a six zero five series. Shanda Fisher has a two twenty five with a six twenty eight series. And Brenda Wendell has a 222 with a 608 series. Now I noticed that
5: last name Wendell there because uh, I believe there's uh, four Wendell children bowling in the Saturday morning league.
4: There are five Wendell children. Five Wendell children. Okay. So yes, yes, there are a lot of Wendells on that on that after on that Saturday morning league. So.
5: And they're all pretty good.
4: They are all pretty good. They are going to be up and comers.
5: And Lance is modest. He he also bowled a 300 this year.
4: I did. I did. I had I did have one 300 this year. So.
5: So with these, these high scores and things, do they, they receive awards for at the end of the year? How does that work?
4: We have the USBC, where we used to get all of our awards from, they would hand it out. That's kind of been discontinued. So us as an association, we are starting up hopefully to get our awards up and going. Um, they've got the awards in. They're going to start handing them out hopefully at the end of this year you know, as local things. As far as the 299s and the 298s and the 300s, you get a ring for that. You get one in your lifetime for free. From the USBC and then you can purchase one you know if you get that award
5: and ha- people from Bern how many how many have had that or people from this area
4: a 300 yeah uh, there's there's quite a few out there mr. Hayworth himself has a ton so there there's quite a few out there
5: and you said off there you have two I have two okay looking for number three
4: I hope so someday
5: and this isn't a I'll just go ahead and say it what about the females do they bowl 300s as well
4: we have not had any since spare time has taken over. I don't know if Hayworth had any or not. I know there is a lady from Decatur um, that has one.
5: Okay, Kate Dyer. I'm sorry. Kate, Kate Dyer
4: has a 300.
5: So we've got, we've got some ladies. It is possible to do. And now on your children, who, who would be some of the better bowlers there?
4: Uh, right now, some of the high scores we have are Josh Cook. He's got a 278 game and a 787 series, which is which is humongous. It's harder to get an 800 series than a 300. How old would he be? He is 18. He's a senior at Belmont. Okay. So and then Mark Hoffman, a senior here at South Adams, has a 244 and a 683 game. So those are our big games as far as our kids go. This year our kids program we have a lot more of our younger kids. You know who yes they have big scores for themselves, but not. You know the big scores that you see posted up on the board. We have them. We have them in their own little category. So.
5: Some some over a hundred though.
4: Some of them over a hundred is is just tremendous for them. So. And
5: this this young man you mentioned, I can't remember his name from Belmont. Josh Cook. He does he bowl on Belmont's team.
4: He does he bowled in Belmont's team this year.
5: Okay. Uh, I'm lost for words.
3: <laughs> so if 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 my wife and I are out on a on a Friday or Saturday night and. Uh, I, I say, let's go bowling. What can we expect when we get there?
4: Probably a pretty packed house, <laughs> but we can make room for you absolutely. um we run our bowling about nine o'clock. We start a a bowl where we turn the lights off, we turn the music up a little bit, you got the the black lights on. you know kind of gets a little rowdy, but not overly rowdy, but the kids love it. So. I'm not
3: too old for rowdy yet, oh, so. absolutely not. <laughs> So, if if, uh, if if we do want to go, when I think you said this before, but tell us again when the best time to go is.
4: Best time for open bowling is 2 o'clock to midnight on Friday, 2 o'clock to 11 on Saturday, or 2 to 6 on Sunday. Okay. With all the leagues and everything, that's about the best time to get in to do the open bowling.
3: So, do you serve, like, evening meals, that kind of thing?
4: We have food that runs from 11 o'clock in the morning till usually about 9 or 10 o'clock at night, depending. As long as the leagues are gone. Sometimes we shut down a little early, depending on when the league schedule is. But for sure, 8 o'clock, you'll get food up until 8 o'clock. On Fridays, we serve up until 11. Saturdays, up till 10.
3: And, of course, if uh, I, I was a, a drinking fellow. The bar you know, yep, the is always open. Okay. bar opens
4: after 2 o'clock every day.
3: I, I had to give that up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's nice to know if, if I want it. <laughs>
4: we have started up a breakfast, a breakfast, too. Oh, wow. We run breakfast on Saturday morning, starting at 6 o'clock. We were on Saturday, we were on Monday at 6, and now we started up Friday at 6. We've had a lot of people ask us to start a Friday m- at morning breakfast. So we're going to give it a try and see how it works.
3: Okay. What, uh, uh, Randy and, and his wife Carolyn both had some recommendations as far as the food go. What would you, what What do you eat? What do you recommend?
4: Uh, right now our tenderloin and cheeseburgers are our two yeah, favorites the for everybody.
3: cheeseburgers were what was uh, recommended, but... Uh, I'm kind of on a diet side of salad, but it was pretty good. <laughs>
4: and we do have salads. We do have the salads and wraps for everybody on the on the New Year's diets and yeah. everything. We have salads and wraps for you. So
3: okay.
5: Yeah, and their ten, their tenderloin is delicious, so I recommend the tenderloin.
3: Okay. Well, we'll go with that, Randy. We need to prognosticate some uh, some games here. And uh, did we did uh, Let's see. Adam Central, Adam
5: Central Bluffton.
3: Adam Central Bluffton. Adam Central won by five earlier. And uh, it was a pretty good game, and we've got that, and then we've got uh, uh, Northeast State Wrestling coming up. A C A C Wrestling. Um, I think we we uh, A C A C Wrestling. I like to, I, I like Adam Central's chances. They've been obviously wrestling well. I'll
5: I'll start out with that uh, that conference tournament because uh, uh, Adam Central is going to be going into that event. I think without one of their better wrestlers for the conference on Saturday but I I'd, I'd still pick them to to win it.
3: Okay. The North, Northeast State uh, uh probably probably for the first time in several years uh Belmont not going in as favorites.
5: Well, I'm still going to pick them to win that uh that conference tournament because you know they lost last night to Carroll, but Carroll's no longer in the NEA. 8
3: Yeah, that's true.
5: So uh, I'm going I'm going to pick Belmont.
3: Okay. And uh girls basketball, uh Belmont Huntington North Friday night.
5: Uh, again, I'm going to pick Belmont.
3: I uh, I think I would go with that uh, first time all year. They've they've they uh, actually the second time they lost a game, so uh, I wouldn't look for them to have back to back losses. Same thing for Norwell. Of course, they're playing New Haven, and that that ought to be a walk through pretty much for Norwell. Yeah, I think boys basketball. We got Adams Central, at Bluffton. We talked about that. Jay County's at South Adams, and uh, I, I don't want to pick on South Adams, but I think Jay County's going to win that one. Yes, I, then, I agree uh, with Southern that. And then Southern Wells at Delville, and uh, you know we we first saw Southern Wells this year against Belmont. They played exceptionally well, and I thought they would win some games, but they they've not been playing real well. Delville's a little bit better this year, so I I I I'd, I'd go with Delville. Delville. Delville's
5: got a uh, one kid that uh, I think he had eight eight three pointers against South Adams. I saw Delville, and uh, I'll I'll pick them in that game.
3: Okay. Then the games move from. Uh, I think all these are going to be moved from from uh, Saturday to Friday where or where they can be. Um, girls basketball uh, South Adams at Woodland, and uh, I think Woodland beat, just beat South Adams in the uh, ACAC. Uh, once again, Jay County at Southern Wells, same same thing there. That uh, uh, Jay County picked up a big win. Boys basketball Huntington North at Belmont. Um,
5: That's going to be a good game.
3: That should be a good game uh, coming off uh, coming off a tough loss to uh, Norwell. That should be a good game for Belmont. Norwell's at New Haven, that also ought to be a great game. By the way, Will Geiger just uh, scored uh, his thousandth point as a junior. And uh, the swim meet, ACAC conference meet at uh, Jay County, that one I, I really have no idea.
5: I'll go with the bigger school. I'll pick Jay County.
3: Okay. And uh, wrestling, once again, ACAC tournament at Jay County and the uh, NE8 at Huntington North. And, by the way, our schedule for Friday night, we're going to start off with the uh, uh, Northeast State Conference Wrestling. We'll break away to do the Adams Central Bluffton game, and then if the uh, wrestling continues after the game is over, we'll go back to that. So we'll be pretty busy. But that's uh, pretty going to uh, – I don't think we had anything scheduled for Saturday night anyway, but that's going to wipe out uh, – should we not get any snow, that will wipe out the schedule. Pretty I, r- much I remember
5: those wrestling tournaments when they had them on Friday night every year, and they would start them at 5 – and they just get over by about 11 or 11.30. Yeah. Now, they're not starting till 6, so, it'll, it, so it's going to be pushing midnight. Yeah, we should be, we should but they, be back. But they, they may adjust the schedule, I heard, and they might not do all the uh, the wrestlebacks that they normally do in the conference. Okay.
3: All right. Well, anyway, we'll have
5: that for you. That will be on first on Friday night, and then
3: uh, we'll follow with basketball, and then after that's done, we'll go back to wrestling if wrestling continues. So.
1: You're going to predict IU Purdue basketball
3: Saturday? Um. You know what? I love IU, but the way they've been playing, I, I, uh, Purdue's going to beat them. Where's the
5: game at? Yeah. It's at Purdue. I I kind of agree with you. I think Purdue might win that game.
3: I, I, I think Archie's used up about all of his magic as far as the, <laughs> the way his team's been playing here lately.
5: The only good thing about the IU team struggling is maybe Langford will come back for another year.
3: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, it's uh, still a little early. Uh, Lance, you got anything you wanna, else you want to say?
5: I, I got another question okay. for you. So, Lance, tell me two or three tips to improve my bowling game. Two or three tips.
4: Randy, I don't know. I've known you for a long time. And I don't know how much hope there is to improve anything with you, pal. But um, <laughs> keep your feet slow. Yep. Follow through. Keep your head straight.
5: I have I have a four-step approach. There you go. I know some people have five. You're on the right track. It's four. And I always, uh, I have to find my arrow. Yep. I have to find my arrow. Keep your but head down on your mark. It's been a long, a long time. Now, I lived in Ireland for the last 15 years. Americans are superior in every way in bowling. And so anytime I'd bowl, which was maybe once a year, I'd win. And they would all say, yeah, everybody in America bowls. So uh, keep my head down. Get my, my step consistent. Stay slow. Stay slow. And follow through. And follow through. The problem with me, too, with the balls anymore, I'm old, is that I end up having to use a 16-pound ball because the fingers aren't big enough.
4: Well, you know, we sell balls at spare time, too. We can hook you right up. Yeah.
5: You have any ten pound balls with, with for big fingers?
4: I do. I've got a couple there for you. Just come see me.
5: Well, I'll show up on one of those Monday
4: afternoons. We'll be waiting for you.
3: You know that same advice uh, you could give for golf. You know, you want to keep your head down and follow through. You could give it for for uh, place kickers. You want to keep your head down and follow through. So that 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 fits a lot of sports. Well, Lance, thanks so much for coming up tonight. We appreciate it. We know you're a busy guy, and we always appreciate our guests coming up because, uh, you know, there's there's usually all you get is a bottle of free water, and you turn that down, so there's there's no pay tonight. I'm sorry.
4: No problem. Thank you guys for having me out here. Appreciate it.
3: <laughs> that was Lance Sprunger. I'm Bob Adams along with Randy Sprunger. Thanks for listening. Uh, and if it snows this weekend, please be careful and stay warm.